0: It's your favourite musical podcast, the podcast show where I recruit you to help me with my boyfriend's musical education.
1: I am the boyfriend. And
0: I'm Drew.
1: And we have our first guest ever on the podcast, somebody that we have spoken about many a time, but have never spoken with. Yes.
2: I feel so famous. Am I being recruited to help the boyfriend? Is that my... No, job? you're helping me. To to help the boyfriend. Yeah. Like there's levels to this that I can't keep up with. Yes. <laughs> but hi, I'm Jake. Nice to meet you.
0: So Jake is my brother. He is an actor and avid musicals fan since birth because of my education of him.
1: I mean, I think growing up with your family, it was always going to happen. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: So your history on this show is just you've indoctrinated two people to like yes. musicals. Is all you've presented to the, yeah. to
1: the world. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that... It's
0: my only skill. We are
1: officially reaching yeah. cult status.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. Join
0: my musical theatre cult. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Tell us about why you like musicals.
2: I think you just did. Because I was forced to listen to their merry tunes as a child. And then I realised they're all bots. Every single Absolutely. one of them. We, you know, we used to be Ryan and Sharpay. Our <laughs> I said this
0: when we did the the High School Musical episode. I was like, me and Jake are Ryan and Sharpay. That is our, our personalities as children. It just really
1: makes me feel sorry for you, Jake, because you were just a sidekick as opposed to like a brother.
0: Jake, that... I know. That,
2: I, I felt like I, I would have done well as Sharpay. You'd have been a
0: great Sharpay. Well. I'd happily you know. be Ryan while That's you sing right. Fabulous. I know,
2: I know you would. When was the last time you watched
1: High School Musical? Not that
0: long ago. An Um, embarrassingly short time ago. (laughs) See, this is the thing
1: I'd be really interested to know, because I didn't care for it, but I wonder how much of that is just my age, and I wonder how much nostalgia is at play when it comes to High School Musical. Like, Are you just a fan of it because you were when you were younger? And if you were to watch it again now, would
2: it still... It's so okay because I, you know, I still have a really good time watching it. But that's because, and I'm not aware of it when I'm watching it. It's because when it comes on, I do know every word (laughs) to every song. That makes me just and the
0: entire script as
2: well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's very quotable. Mm -hmm. It's one of those those types of musicals that makes itself lovable because you can just be a part of it. But High
1: School Musical is not
2: your favorite musical. No. It's not even in the top. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk to you about what your favourite musical is. I don't know, Danny. Jeez. I mean, this is going to be a rough show because I, I actually don't have a clue. <laughs>
0: well, you had a list, right? You ended up with a list of musicals.
2: I do because I kept writing to one down and then it made me think of another one. And I go, oh, yeah, that's really good, too. Yeah. You know? So I, I put down, I, I slapped Beetlejuice right out Excellent. The top. We love a bit of Beetlejuice it's dark and mysterious and about death and I love everything about that and cool. then when I was younger it always used to be Hairspray because I always used to want to be Link and then I realised maybe I want to be yeah.
1: Is that so. a high school musical thing? Is that because you saw Zephron as Troy and then you saw Zephron as Link?
2: I think it was a very Potter music. Okay, <laughs> they, they- they create the cult That's of Zephron. True. Yeah, it is true. And then you, you look and hear Zephron talking and then you're like, yeah, no, I get it. I totally understand. <laughs> I'm a part of this. And then you have a poster of him on your wall and it's all a slippery yeah. shit. What
0: would Zephron do? But the great
2: thing about that poster
1: is it does channel your evil energy perfectly. Like where else would you want to put your life force yeah. than yeah. Zephron's beautiful my, hands? My Absolutely.
0: So, are we saying that Beetlejuice is your favorite musical at the moment? Because I know you've been listening to it like on repeat.
2: Yeah, I know. It, yeah, let's say yes at the moment. And then, you know. But it was okay. up there
1: with a short list of a very Potter musical. Guess, yeah, but... yeah,
2: anything by Starkids. My favorite Starkids show at the minute is uh, The Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals. That was just. Great choice. Just sensational. It was just. So, I loved that one. Original <laughs> and fun and brilliant. I loved everything about it, and I want.
1: Oh, I'm I'm a huge fan of Jeff Blim. I think he's very quickly become my favorite StarKid.
2: Yeah, I just actor and I love his
1: energy, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy guy. So Beetlejuice, obviously one that you may not have actually seen. No, I haven't. But I've... it's 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 come just because of the playlist.
2: Yeah, there's so many like they perform at the Tonys, so there's so many clips of it online where you see them. And then putting it together, that I love the aesthetic of it. I obviously love the original Beetlejuice film, even though this is, you know, different. But all the changes they've ever made to it, I'm fully behind. It's I prefer this plot than the original one.
0: Yeah, I think that as well. I When I listen to the soundtrack for it, obviously when you listen to just the soundtrack and you listen to it through, trying to piece together the plot oh, is yeah. super interesting.
2: So I I thought they got together at the end. Yeah, the <laughs> that's, song, that's creepy the last old guy. song, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the second to last song, and like I just didn't pick up any sarcasm at all. Didn't read into it. Didn't think about it. I was like, oh, they end up together, and they're owning it. Good for them. This is just like Lolita,
1: is it? Yeah, but fine. Yeah, is. yeah. It's yeah. my favorite bit. I think from the soundtrack, like completely with no context, is Girl Scout. Yeah. Just because oh, yeah. you have this really brilliant song about how one fright and that's <laughs> it, her heart will give up. And you just end with, boo. Yeah. And I have yeah. no idea what happens next. I'm assuming she doesn't die, but in my mind, it's, just, it's the darkest thing. And I think, like, having not seen Beetlejuice as a full show, yeah,
2: you,
1: you know, having just the, the playlist, you get to make the narrative in your head. I totally
2: agree. Like, I assume she screams and runs out, but in my head, she's dropped dead on stage and she just stays there. And you well, just she's... get
1: another line that says, seriously, though, this is a show about death.
0: <laughs> well, she exactly. is in the next yeah. song, which is...
1: Fight of Your Life.
0: No. It's that all we want to do is hear that sound. All we want to do is hear oh, that sound. Oh, yes. <laughs> and she's yeah. in the background like, it's so creepy. It's <laughs> great. That is the role <laughs> I would want to play. So how did you first get introduced to the musical? How did you find out about it?
2: I was my normal answer for most musicals would be you, but it wasn't for this. I asked you, do you know it? Like age ago, and you were like, yeah, of course I'm obsessed with it. I just I was just kind of scrolling through I was in a musically mood, I wanted something different, and I would heard about it coming out years <laughs> before. It was I found it on YouTube. Uh, just a clip of Brad and Janet doing their. Input. They are
0: not called Brad and Janet, though, are
2: they? Not Brad and Janet, because that's from the other <laughs> musical. That's this is. Version. I mean,
1: Beetlejuice is what happens to Rocky Horror if you know they go to the the mansion. Along, isn't it?
2: I yeah, exactly. I stand by that. They're Brad and Janet. They are Brad and Janet. They're exactly the same characters. Maybe a little less provocative.
1: Yeah. Definitely more wholesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Adam and Barbara Maitland. <laughs> so that's what, that's what <laughs> I said.
2: Yeah, and them singing "Ready Set," and I thought it was so wholesome and so cute. And it has—it's so unlike yeah. the the musical. It's very weird that that's what drew really me mm-hmm. in. Because then it was them dying that I was like, oh, that's a a fun little twist. And then I kind of got sucked into all the other songs and fell in love with Beetlejuice's yeah. character because he's nuts. Uh, And loving his energy. And I didn't know if I want to play Beetlejuice or definitely Brad. Uh, (laughs) It it was really, yeah, everything about that style. So intriguing to me.
0: So Beetlejuice is a really interesting musical because I think it's one of the first ones, other than like Hamilton, to become an internet phenomenon. And their fan base became a cult fan base really, really quickly via TikTok, which... Do you have TikTok? I do not. You should get a TikTok. TikTok's amazing. It's a weird and wonderful place. But if you are specifically on the musical theatre side of TikTok, like Beetlejuice the musical had an account and they would post backstage vlogs and all this cast like dancing to the songs and performing and things. And it just blew up overnight. It's kind of like Heather's the musical levels of like cult following.
1: Do you think, though, Beetlejuice would have worked if not for the success of a Deadpool? Because from my very limited like interaction with Beetlejuice as a show, there is a lot of breaking the fourth wall, there's a lot of meta, here's what we'd expect from a musical joke, and let's break the mould. If not for Deadpool being released as a film and really popularising that method of storytelling, mm. is Beetlejuice going to be as successful, do you think?
2: I don't know, because it's based on... Like, the original Beetlejuice was all for that kind of thing anyway. Not to the extent, but like a tiny bit. It's that style of weird humor. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just where it naturally would build up to in a musical, you yeah? know?
0: Yeah, they definitely kept a lot of the character from the film. Have you yeah. seen the
2: movie? I
1: really dislike the movie.
0: That's understandable I
1: for me I've cosplayed Beetlejuice for my 19th birthday (laughs) but I I don't like the film simply because there isn't enough Beetlejuice for me and I felt incredibly disappointed at the lack of Beetlejuice
0: which is funny because that's basically the change that they made for the stage show is that he's you know more me
1: yeah do have you found Jake since like finding the, the musical has it affected your opinion of the original film?
2: Oh, yeah, totally. Because I, I put it on the other night, actually. It was like last Tuesday. We, we started watching it for 10 minutes. And, you know, the main couple are ditzy, nerdy couple, so they're kind of the same. But the character of Beetlejuice is so... I want so much more yeah. from him. Not even in screen time, but from his like outlandish attitude. He's just kind of a jerk. Oh, absolutely!
1: <laughs> like he doesn't feel as fun, and Michael Keaton plays yeah. him
2: brilliantly. And I do. And he's not—he's not meant to be. And that's not what they were going for. He's meant to be this, this demon, yeah. an annoying demon, uh, rather than this guy you can actually interact with and get mm-hmm. along with in your own weird way.
0: And it helps that Alex Brightman is incredible.
2: Oh yeah, I think Alex Brightman is is perfect casting. Yeah, I thought he was more Jack Black in this than he was when he was doing yeah. School of
0: Rock. Yeah, super interestingly. I, I love Alex Brightman, but he has a thing with his voice where it is easier for him to do the Beetlejuice voice and sing in that style than it is for him to sing like he did in School of Rock.
1: I think my first introduction was the Tonys, seeing the yeah. performance of him doing the Tonys and you know him being like, we do this eight times a week. That <laughs> yep. voice just sounds painful. Mm-hmm. But I'm, but yeah, big Alex Brightman fan.
2: I can't tell if it's really because I'm, I'm better at singing when I'm putting on a voice. Like my regular singing, is awful compared to like if you're doing a voice and singing. I kind of get it, Mm -hmm. you know. It feels a lot easier
1: because you don't have to strain for certain notes if you're doing a a character voice. It's fine. So I was Mister Bumble in Oliver when I was
0: 11 years old.
1: (laughs) And after getting cast, my voice started breaking. And whereas I used to be able to hit the high notes in Boy oh, For yes. Sale a few months later by show night, I couldn't. So he made the choice a week before show night that I was just going to talk, sing in a gruff voice. And it worked. And it, I found it easier and it, it made it more fun for me. And I think you're right that Beetlejuice, doing a Beetlejuice voice makes it a lot easier. And it's almost
2: in your head, you're like, wow, I sound good. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It'd be so fun to like, play around with the voice. Because like, then he could break the voice and change it up and mix it up, which he does so yeah. well. And there's so much to play with there.
1: Yeah. Especially in the whole being dead thing where he goes through all the different voices. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there a particular thing about Beetlejuice? Obviously, you said there was a few songs, a few musicals that you could have put as your favourite musical. What is it about Beetlejuice that you just love? What makes this show something so special for you that you put it above Hairspray, Rocky Horror, High School Musical?
2: I think, I think it's got to be its humour because that's what always connects me with the show. I love a great comedy musical and it's so like, this is why I really like the guy who didn't like musicals because it's a, such a dark setting uh, but they find all those comedy beats in the light of it you know Um, (laughs) yeah this this is just unlike anything else for that they they play with the darkest subjects and they're not afraid to like teeter around them they never make fun of them but it's like making fun of the situation that they find themselves in and the characters who were there, it's it's that style of comedy, I absolutely Yeah,
1: it's not mocking the audience, so like when you've got show-stopping number in Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals, it doesn't feel like it's mocking musical theatre fans, which sometimes other shows we've covered, it is mocking the audience, and it takes you out of it, and I think you're right with Beetlejuice, that the humour is dark, but it plays up, your knowledge of musical theatre and you can laugh with it as opposed to feeling like you're being laughed at and it's like insulting your intelligence. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because like you say, you like it because of the humour and everything, but this musical actually only came out in 2018. Yeah. This is such a recent show and I always think it's really interesting how something that is new can just become something that's your favourite. Like, instantly. Like, you're saying about High School Musical, there is obviously a nostalgia factor to that. Think about, like, Me With Cats. Yeah. That is so attached to my childhood. But Beetlejuice sort of instantly is liked. And it probably is because of the humour, but as well as the just the fan interaction and presence and everything.
2: Yeah. Still don't know why Cats is attached to your childhood. (laughs) Never. Never attached to mine. We had to see. No, right.
0: Wow. Doesn't make any sense. I think Mum took me to see cats.
2: That's fine with me.
0: <laughs> You're missing out. I love cats. Danny gave cats right. five stars. It's great.
2: Out of, no, out of five.
1: <laughs> so you found the songs on YouTube. And you started listening to the songs. You started thinking, oh, I like the sound of this. So where did you go from there? Like, where did this kind of fandom of Beetlejuice take you? You know, did you start looking at the behind the scenes stuff? Did you seek out fan videos? You know, The,
2: the only way I can really like and get into a musical is if, and this is the same with any TV or film or books. It's just a very egotistical, central thing that I do. I can only like it if I can see myself yeah, in I'm it. There. If I can un- understand myself in the role. And in this, I didn't know if I wanted to be either one of the lead guys. Like I was happy to be. So I'm always connected to it, always seeing myself on stage there with them, doing uh, along with them in the role, connected with the other characters. And if a musical doesn't, have that for me, then it's very hard for me to. I can still enjoy it, somebody else's story, but I, I want to be a yeah. part of it. And because this has two lead guys who are so different and both so much fun and would both be brilliant to play, it's exactly that. That I just kept listening to it and just to imagine what would I do here and how would this go. It's exactly that kind yeah. of thing.
1: I did the same with uh, School of Rock. That I saw it, listened to the soundtrack, and just was like, "I, I am doing. Like, I can see myself playing this role, and I can see myself. This is how I would do this song. This is the the movement I would make. And I think very similar to you. That's how I invest myself in books. You know, I'm reading Twilight for the first time. I am Edward Cullen in my mind. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I agree. Like if you, if you, you
2: yeah, having an interest.
1: <laughs> if you can't project yourself onto a character. It never, you're never going to go that next level with with a topic with with a license and and have it become my favorite. Yeah, definitely.
0: So, obviously, you see yourself as being the characters or wanting to play the characters. Why? Yeah. If you if you were casting it and you couldn't play Beetlejuice for some reason.
2: Then I'd have to be your other, your other leader. Adam. Yeah. which And I, I love that. And me and my partner always sing their couple songs. Because <laughs> they're such good couple songs yeah. to sing.
0: Look at these jugs. Um,
1: they are they are <laughs> really good. Barbara, that was fantastic. Uh, so
2: so... <laughs> Yeah. All of them. Barbara 2.0 mm-hmm. as well. Like, every single time they're singing they're singing as a team and it's great it's so good so is that what draws you to the character um,
1: of adam is is the nature of when you perform this you'd be working with somebody else
2: yeah yeah definitely like all the best roles are you bouncing off somebody mm-hmm. else monologues are, are, are all good and it's fun to have a solo but like nothing better than bouncing off somebody else who's on the exact same wavelength Adam you doesn't are, really
0: get a solo do does he
1: no, not like I can hear in any songs, which
2: is. It, it, well, he gets like his, he does it like the intro to half the songs or the second half of half the songs. But that's what I love is that they're this perfect yeah. team doing all these songs to, together. Always be landing on and bouncing on each other. And you can just feel them across the stage always. Like even in other people's songs with a small you can imagine them bouncing off each other while there's other... Yeah, the
1: reacting, that they'll be in the background, but watching, you know, the way Beetlejuice interacts with Lydia and cringing or thinking of a way to stop Beetlejuice, there's always something for these characters to be doing, even if they're not the focal point.
2: Yeah, they're that much fun that, you know, the background acting is probably just as entertaining as the rest of it.
0: So, when we watch musicals for this channel, Danny always gives me, at the end of the show his favourite song, and his skip song. So we're thinking about it in terms of listening to the soundtrack, which works very well for Beetlejuice, because obviously we can't see it because there's not a professional recording right now. And unless you are very into slime tutorials, I think, unfortunately, you're not going to get to see it. Yeah. But what would you say is your best song and your skip it song?
2: Skip it song is rough. There's so many bops in this. I I could... I could just single out Dead Mum. <laughs> I used to think Dead Mum was from a, a different musical. Yeah. I I used to just sing that because it's just its own thing. Oh, man. Yeah,
0: Dead Mom kind of stands out from the rest of them, doesn't it? It
2: really does. It's like it's, it's like it was written by someone else. Is that the opening song? No, but it, it feels like it. it is, in a way. It's not. It's like the fourth or fifth song in it. But it's it's her opening Number basically, I oh, know she yeah. sings Invisible first, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, so we have the prologue Invisible, then the whole being dead thing, Ready, Set, Not Yet, and then two reprises of The Whole Being Dead thing, and then Dead Mom.
2: Yeah, but that's how good of a song Dead Mom is. Is that so? If, if I was recommending it for you, I'd recommend Dead Mom because yeah, it's the lead power broker song that. even I do it all the time because it's Mm -hmm. so good
0: well that was going to be my next question was where would you recommend someone to start but we'll do your your main song song
2: I got all my Beetlejuice songs for me and all my couple songs for when I'm being a couple
0: Danny what's your favourite Beetlejuice song while Jake figures out what his skip it song is
1: (sighs) I think it's the whole being dead thing. Mm -hmm. Just because I think it's a really great introduction to Beetlejuice as a character. You know, I've seen it performed at the Tonys. I love the... You know, Jake, you've been saying about how the best roles have you bouncing off of someone else. And it's interesting with Beetlejuice is that he's bouncing off the audience. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like he has his own private conversations with them. And the whole being dead thing is exactly that. You know, the whole... just relax, you'll be fine, drink your $30 wine, (laughs) you know, and and all all the different humour in it is it's so unlike anything else I've seen in or heard from another musical. And I think it demonstrates that character brilliantly. Skip Song, I'd be tempted to say Dead Mum. I like Dead Mum and I think you're right that there's no real notable down notes with Beetlejuice.
0: You haven't listened to the whole soundtrack, though.
1: But I know I've listened to Dead Mum, yeah. and I feel like it, it. You're right; it stylistically is the most unlike, but I could listen to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you're, you know, I haven't listened to the whole soundtrack, so maybe it's maybe joke for the rest of the day, Invisible when you're me reprise.
0: Oh, Invisible on the roof.
2: Yeah, just because I was going to say that as well until until. 'Cause I was like, oh, it's just a reprise of a song that was good. Like I could just chuck that out. But then I was like, oh yeah, but then Beatle just sings his bit of it and it's sad and funny and they meet. And I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. It's
1: such a bop. <laughs> I know, and it it's a really difficult one. And I feel like it's one of it's one of those ones that if we're driving in the car, mm mm-hmm. This is a good song, but it's, it's short and it's more story based, and it's not really enough to get into it.
0: Yeah, and it leads straight into Say My Name.
1: Which then, if you, if you, it ends really unsatisfyingly because you have, I'm gonna have a new best friend, and it just stops, and there's no.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to go into the dun dun. Yeah,
1: and you feel like you're missing something from it. So I would say, in t- you know, my barometer for skip song is always, We're driving in the car. Can I have as much fun listening to this? Yeah, probably not with "Invisible on the Roof" reprise.
0: So,
2: is that your skip it song, Jake? No, I refuse. They're all bops. <laughs> That's. I
1: mean, I think we've had ones where we 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 absolutely refuse to have a skip song where it's.
2: I'm looking yeah. down the list. That girl, girl, bop, What I know now, bop. What bop. I know now is a bop. You
0: haven't well, heard actually, that Actually,
2: I'll tell you what is my skip song. Mm-hmm. Is
1: the day up? Day yeah i don't need (laughs) it's a funny moment but i don't need to listen to it in the car i love that song no and it's it's a it would be a great moment on stage but i don't think it trans it will translate well to traveling i think it would just be more annoying than anything else
2: i sing that even when the soundtrack's not on that's just that anyway so great
0: my skip it song is home
2: yeah like, oh, when well, they're coming back from the yeah,
0: yeah, I get why it's here. It's a great moment. I've seen a clip of it from the show and it looks good, but I'm not about it.
2: Yeah,
1: that's fair. I disagree with everything. <laughs> what is your best song in it then, Jake? And you know, it's difficult to choose a song you'd skip. It might be even more difficult to choose a song that's your favourite, but what is your best song? That is
2: true. Um <sighs> big work. Big work. Um <laughs> It's either ready set, because I love doing that. Yeah. As a team song. Or it's (laughs) say my name or beautiful sound. I can't pick. Nice. Where I'm feeding Beetlejuicy. Maybe say my name, because it's fun. It's got everybody in as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Excellent. Beetlejuice is sexy. Beetlejuice is smart.
1: BJ is a graduate of Julie Yard. Yeah, that (laughs) That sounds great. That is and there's a lot of nice moments to that one.
2: Yeah, I did it. I played your games
1: good so when you and your partner started dating was she aware of beetlejuice
2: no we did a road trip to the beach and yeah i made her listen to the oh no i'm you drew uh, <laughs> I, i'm i'm just realizing about yeah i made her listen to the entire soundtrack on the way down
1: and was uh, there any resistance from her you know or did she get very quickly into it did you have to do much explaining about No. At
2: all. Because it has been a while since I've seen the film, even though I know the film quite well I've seen it so many times. But I didn't know enough about the musical at the time. So when so when like we got near the end of the road trip and creepy old guys playing, she was just <laughs> looking at me like, is this happening? And I was like, i d I don't know. I think so. <laughs> uh it was great. we both loved it, and then we've both sung them ever since. And it was just that easy to get her into it. It That easy. Play the soundtrack.
0: I mean, that is essentially what I'm doing to you. Yeah. So I'm just forcing you.
2: Premise of this show.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think you did the same with Beetlejuice for me. You didn't play the whole thing, but you played certain songs, and I just got into it very quickly.
0: Yeah. With Beetlejuice, I just started sprinkling them into my driving playlist. And you're like, oh, what's this? And my car can't skip songs. Like, you have to do it through my phone. (laughs) And I can't do that while driving with a map on. So you just had to listen to them.
1: That's good. So, is that your advice? You know, anyone listening to us who isn't aware of what Beetlejuice is, the best way to. That's
2: my advice for anyone trying to make anyone like anything, just lock them in a car. (laughs) Lock
1: them in the car for two hours (laughs) and play that song. Yeah. Can they hear that sound, that beautiful sound?
0: (laughs) The apple doesn't fall far from the sibling.
1: No,
2: not at all.
0: So how would you, what would your song be that would sell this musical to somebody else? If you could only give them one song to go and listen to.
2: I was going to say Dead Mum, but that's kind of, it's so good, but it's so different from the rest of the musical. It doesn't really, Yeah, it'd probably have to be Say My Name because you get all the fun and pizzazz Mm, and the weirdness of the two lead characters. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would definitely be say my name.
0: Good, that's a good one. I think you're right. Like that has enough little interludes and them having fun to be interesting to everyone. Yeah,
2: oh, Except maybe my mum, <laughs> our mum, our mom. <laughs> collective mums,
0: collective mothers.
1: Oh, it's lovely to have you on the show at last, Jake. We've been talking about it since we started. I think the original plan was to get you on for Cats and then
0: Then to get you on for
1: High School Musical. Obviously, the world is broken. You did the right thing by not having me on Cats. I don't know. We've still got the movie Cats to watch, so we'll have to maybe invite i' i haven't seen
2: that yet exactly yeah.
0: and we have two more high school musicals to watch so
2: well i'm there for any of them i
0: think for the third one you'll have to come on
2: yeah or for
1: Sharpay's fabulous adventure oh my god oh my
2: god just as good <laughs> <laughs> up.
0: so where can people find you if they want to find you
2: I'm on instagram as Jake eo
0: how are you spelling that J- jake e o e o <laughs>
2: No, just, But so, well, Jake has an E on the end, so it's Jake, Jake-O-E-O? Jake-O-E-O. Whatever's easiest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Good. And hopefully you will be on some more podcasts with us.
2: Looking forward to, to it. Prove always, to prove
0: yeah. to Danny that it is not just me.
2: <laughs> it's not. I d- yeah. I've disgraced myself by exposing that. I, I also just force people to, to music. <laughs> it's a family <laughs> thing. Is, yeah. That's what being a musical fan is all about.
0: Yeah. It's what your,
2: your audience understands more than anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. And spending way too much money on merch.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. There'll exactly. be some great
1: Beetlejuice there merch, is. isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need some of that. Wow. It was lovely to have you on. And until next time, you can find us, as always, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on the Amazon Music app, under Podcasts, on Stitcher Radio, and on Podbean. If you like what we do, make sure you subscribe so you are notified for all new episodes, be them bonus episodes where we ask what your favourite musical is, where we go to the mainline entries where Drew introduces me to brand new podcasts, or maybe some more exciting bonus content that we have on the way. But until the next time we come to you, same bat place, same bat channel, have a magical musical midweek.
0: And don't forget to shake, 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 senora. And like and subscribe. (laughs) 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 Like and
2: subscribe.